Welcome to the marvel of mind-body medicine. Over the next hour, you will learn about your own healing superpowers and how to access them. The latest in epigenetics meets ancient wisdom. Your hosts are Dr. Laura Stuve, a molecular biologist who mapped the human genome, and Dr. Janet Gallipo, a doctor of Chinese medicine who has traveled the world to ensure all have access to healthcare. These sought-after practitioners and instructors of science-based intuitive medicine want to emphasize your body has answers. Welcome to the marvel of mind-body medicine. I'm Dr. Janet Gallipo. And I'm Dr. Laura Stuve. And if you had a chance to listen to our episode last week, you've heard how mind-body medicine can support women with common health issues that many of us face. Painful periods, endometriosis, fertility issues, postpartum depression, and the many menopausal issues. Today, we're going to turn our focus to another global health issue, and we're going to talk about strategies that you can use to really fully recover from COVID-19. So a year ago, researchers estimated that two-thirds of the world population had had COVID. This is by antibody testing. So it's a year later now. There are billions of people worldwide that aren't feeling quite the same, even months after COVID. Many are suffering with just one persistent symptom, maybe a little more fatigue or impairment of their sense of smell. But another group of millions of people have had their lives completely derailed by long COVID with a whole host of symptoms from extreme fatigue, brain fog, memory impairment, pain and inflammation, heart palpitations, and emotional impacts that are quite severe. And many of these people have been suffering for two or even three years now. So collectively, this is a global health crisis. And as healthcare practitioners, Dr. Janet and I have been working to bring mind-body medicine solutions to support, support people uh, with COVID recovery. And we're going to be sharing a bit about our work today with you, what is working, what is showing promise. We're going to be hosting one of our long COVID case study clients, Emmy, who is here today to share her journey with long COVID, as well as renowned herbalist David Winston, who offers herbal supplements to support people with recovery from medium and long COVID. So I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Janet now, who's going to share the work that we've been doing to support people with acute COVID and COVID-19 since the beginning of the pandemic. Thanks, Laura. So as Dr. Laura said, since March of 2020, we have been working with clients who have acute and persistent COVID symptoms. We have treated hundreds of clients with acute COVID and long COVID. Uh, right now, we're in the middle of our third case study program for people with long COVID. 
So we've supported so many different kinds of people, uh, children and elementary school through seniors in their 80s who are on a journey uh, in their COVID recovery. We've treated college students who have had to withdraw from school due to severe fatigue. We've treated working mothers who couldn't work or couldn't take care of their children. We've treated pregnant women who have gotten COVID during their pregnancy. And we've even treated uh, patients, uh, our clients who were in uh, the ICU on a ventilator, on ventilators, including um, a 50-year-old teacher. So as most of you know, my training is in Chinese medicine, and we know that that Chinese medicine has been around for a long time and has treated many epidemics and pandemics for thousands of years. So Chinese medicine has a storehouse of effective strategies for pathogenic diseases like COVID-19. And we've been able to adapt many of these strategies into body intuitive. So just a bit about uh, Chinese medicine theory of pathogenic disease. So um, when somebody gets sick, according to Chinese medicine, pathogens move into the interior of the body, right? So they start at the outside and then they, they penetrate, they go deeper and deeper and they're infiltrating into the organ systems, right? They can just suck the energy out of the organs, including the lungs, the digestive system, the heart, the kidneys. One of the ways we refer to this in Body Intuitive is chasing COVID. We're chasing these symptoms around. So first, you know, we'll find that there is a deficiency in the respiratory system. So we treat that. That's better. Then, oh no, now something's going on with the heart. Now we've got to go to the heart. So we call that chasing COVID. Um, But basically, uh, what's involved here is severe qi depletion. And so we support this qi depletion in the body with acupoint and herbal strategies. So I want to take just a minute to share about why COVID is so very depleting for our body's energy. So, okay, what happens when somebody first gets COVID? So the first thing is, you know, they start feeling lousy, they may develop a fever, body aches, pain. And one of the things that happens right away, and certainly within a couple of days, is they stop eating. We know that the energy from food, the energy in our digestive systems is what keeps us going on a daily basis. So when this digestive system becomes depleted, we say the digestive system is the source of postnatal chi, then it begins to affect the whole energy supply in the rest of the body. We combine that with the impact that COVID has on the respiratory system. And so then the energy reserves that are stored in different parts of the body, including the kidneys, begin to become depleted. And as a result, the clients have an inability to recover. There is no magic pill to fix this. So so how do we rebuild the body in Chinese medicine? Well, we have to use food. Um, So good food in COVID recovery is very important. And sometimes we have to use 
herbs because herbs contain concentrated nutrients and they are very effective in rebuilding the body. And of course, we work on the depleted chi supplies with Body Intuitive. So I'm going to turn this back to Dr. Laura now to share a bit more about the science behind long COVID and to consider the important long-term impacts of COVID uh, on everyone's health. Yeah, it may be it may be hard, you know, to tease out even the near future, right? You know, how much is COVID? How much is chronic disease? You know, how much is normal aging? And how much is really the COVID impact? Thanks, Janet. So in turning to consider the science of the impact of COVID-19 and what is known about long COVID, um, I want to first talk about the research that has come out that tells us that every time you get COVID, even if it's mild or asymptomatic, you're doing cumulative damage in the body. And so Janet has just talked about how a viral pathogen invades and impacts the organs. Some of that impact isn't evident immediately as a health issue, but it can build up over time and perhaps in five years or 10 years, it will be. And so this cumulative damage in the body, if we think of what is known, just to share a few things. So COVID increases the risk of heart attack, even in healthy 25 year olds. It doubles your risk of Alzheimer's disease and it triggers autoantibodies. So the immune system turning on on itself and that over time turns into an autoimmune disease. So what is going on here? What is COVID doing? So I wanna go back to our conversations that we were having about epigenetics in our first couple of episodes. So epigenetics, if you recall, is the impact of lifestyle factors that really lock your genes into an imbalance that can manifest eventually as a symptom and then as a disease. And one of the very, very common lifestyle factors today that is putting our genes into lockdown is a COVID-19 infection. So we have been working with our body intuitive strategies to do epigenetic rebalancing to clear this elevated inflammation, sometimes body-wide and sometimes in the brain, using our um, Chinese medicine and science-based energetic strategies. And what we're seeing is that when we take these approaches, the client's brain fog, their headaches, the aches and pains in their joints, and their skin rashes fade away, sometimes very quickly, and sometimes it takes a whole series of treatments. So there's many different journeys of recovery here. Some people recover very quickly, and after just a few sessions, they feel like they're getting their life back. And for other people, it's um, many months with up and down good days um, where they have more energy and less pain, and then they, you know, get get uh, back into their symptoms. But more and more days of feeling like themselves uh, happen over time. 
The other thing that I want to talk about is that science agree, scientists agree, scientists and clinicians agree, long COVID is not one thing. There are many different types of long COVID. Some reports say three types, some say five types. There was a report out today in Scientific American that said that long COVID is primarily a neurological disease. So there's the neurological disease that can cause extreme fatigue after any type of exertion and cardiovascular issues. There's the inflammatory component of uh, long COVID uh, where the immune system really goes haywire. And even after the virus goes away, those immune cells are um, spitting out inflammatory cytokines. And then there are some people that um, don't resolve the virus. They can find pockets of active virus in their brains or in their digestive tract even many months after um, their acute COVID went away. So I'm going to be sharing just one example here of our case study clients. Um, this is a woman, we're going to call her Kay. Um, she came to us after eight months of debilitating symptoms. Um, she was a working mom, so she was having a hard time of taking care of her family and going to her job. She had had COVID twice, and in our case study program, she received seven sessions, body intuitive, mind body sessions from Dr. Janet um, and I. And at the beginning of our uh, program, we have clients um, do a survey where they rank their symptoms on a scale of one to five, where five is extreme severity and zero is also available if there is no symptom. So at the beginning of her sessions, client K gave this extreme five score of intensity to her fatigue, her brain fog, body pain all over, headache, cough. She'd lost her sense of smell. She had skin rashes all over her body and she was constantly in an irritable mood, yelling at her children. So um, after five sessions with us every week or two, everything that I just mentioned was resolved. It was down to a zero except one thing, the mood changes were improved, but it really took another couple of sessions for her to get uh, back to her pre-COVID self. And she shared that after the fourth session, something miraculous happened that she didn't believe was possible. And that is she, she felt like her brain was living in a little cloud. And she said that cloud completely disappeared and it never came back. And so um, she got her full energy back to re-engage in her family life and her job. And she was incredibly grateful um, for the work that she received in this program. So it's very rewarding uh, working with these people. This is a, uh, an example of what is possible. But as I said, some people have a longer journey of healing. So in a moment, we're going to be moving to a short commercial break. And after that, we're going to meet Emmy. So Emmy has been uh, in our long COVID uh, case study program now for about six months. 
She is a writer and an academic in the humanities and a theater teacher and a mom. And she developed long COVID very early in February or March of 2020. And as she says, she's been trying to figure out how to heal herself ever since. So this is an example of the exhaustion, headaches, and brain fog completely, you know, stopping someone in their their life, um, where she had an incredibly busy career and obviously a lot of responsibilities um, in her family. She was new to mind-body medicine. She had never tried it before, um, but she heard about our program and uh, has been uh, with us, I said, as I said, for about six or uh, a little bit longer, six months or more. And every week or two, she receives a, a body intuitive mind-body session from Dr. Janet um, or I or both of us. And we're going to have her um, tell about her overall experience with long COVID and her journey of healing uh, after the break. So um, anything you want to uh, throw in here before we, we take our break here, Janet? Yeah, I think it would be fair to say that about 90% of the clients that, that we've worked with in phase one, two, and three of the long COVID uh, program have, have these two persistent symptoms. And so one of them is the brain fog. And, you know, it, it's just unbelievable. People literally cannot think straight. Um, they can't multitask. They have no mental energy to accomplish the things that they need to do in their lives. And it just, you know, just significantly interferes with them, you know, returning to normal life. And then the other one would be the severe uh, fatigue. I think we've only had one client say to us that she did not have this, the fatigue, but everybody else has basically said they have this crippling fatigue. And so, you know, these are, these are persistent things and, and we definitely got to do something about them. So yes. And now um, I think we are ready to go to our commercial break. So thank you so much. And we will return in a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking for an herbal company you can trust to provide the best practitioner quality herbal extracts and formulas? Herbalists and Alchemist has been crafting traditional herbal products since 1982. Founded by international known herbalist, educator, and ethobotanist David Winston, Herbalist and Alchemist is a resource for practitioners seeking high-quality herbal products as well as hard-to-find botanicals. We're home to the unique spogeric alchemical process producing the finest full-spectrum extracts manufactured from organically grown or ecologically harvested botanicals. Available through herbalist-alchemist.com and sold in finer health food stores. As the first herbal supplements company to become a certified B Corp, we put environmental, community, and employee well-being ahead of company profits. Save 15% with the sign up and save link on www.herbalist-alchemist.com. Do you want to add an anti-aging miracle to your daily routine? A magical three acupoint powerhouse for rejuvenation at the cellular and soul level? Join our free Cell and Soul Circle for February, classical Chinese medicine and anti-aging reset. 
Each month, we'll meet to share practical, accessible tips, vibrant health boosters, and an opportunity to see a live body intuitive session in action. Register now for February's Classical Chinese Medicine and Anti-Aging Reset with Dr. Janet Galipo. Tuesday, February 21st, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Register now at bodyintuitive.org. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Welcome back to the marvel of mind-body medicine. If you have questions for Dr. Janet and Dr. Laura or their guests, please email us at healing at bodyintuitive.org. That's healing at bodyintuitive.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. This is Dr. Janet. And before the break, we were sharing our observations from our work with COVID-19 since the beginning of the pandemic. Now we are going to bring on our guest, Emmy, from our long COVID case study program. So welcome, Emmy. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So just a a brief word uh, about Emmy. Emmy is a well-known person in the writing and publishing world, but she has chosen to remain uh, anonymous for today's show. Um, She has access to many resources for her health. And Emmy got COVID early in 2020 and never recovered. So I'm sure that she's tried a lot of different things. Um, And so, Emmy, we want to hear a little bit about um, what you did try and what was your um, experience with them um, before we met up with you in the fall of 2022. Sure. So um, I had COVID very early on, so early on that there weren't PCR tests for it. Uh, But it was very clear that the illness was different than any other illness I'd ever had, the level of fatigue, the way I couldn't recover, the cough didn't go away. And most of all, I lost my sense of smell, even though I wasn't congested at all. And I remember at the time being like, this is really weird. Um, I don't understand why this is happening to me. This has never happened. So um, and I just didn't recover. My cough went on and on and on. And I, and I had this this sort of gasping that started happening. I love to take walks. I love to be out in nature. And I started noticing that like even the smallest hill, I was sort of like, <gasps> every time I would go up the hill, and I was like, do I have asthma now? What's what's happening? And so I tried an inhaler, didn't help. Um, and it, it basically felt like I was horribly out of shape, except I wasn't horribly out of shape. So I didn't understand what was going on with this. And I began to take a pulse oximeter with me on my walks. And that was when I really was like, "Uh uh-oh, something is wrong. My heart rate was through the roof when I was doing even very mild exercise and my, um, my, you know, pulse ox was dropping. And so I got in touch with my doctor. I mean, this was so, so, such early days that the idea of long COVID wasn't even out there. Um, And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of doctors in the early days were like, well, you just need to exercise more. Now we know that that can cause crashes with long COVID patients. Um, So I sort of did everything wrong. Basically, I I tried to work out too much, um, which made me worse. And I didn't really know that sort of you need to rest and you need to support your body and all this stuff. Um, I went to I started having these periods of tachycardia 
So I went and got my heart checked out. All the tests came back normal. That's also very common for long COVID patients is to end up with, you know, very, uh, very normal tests on a lot of stuff. Because in the early days, they really didn't know how to test for, you know, what biomarkers to look for. Um, so basically, and and I kept saying, I think I had that. I think I had COVID, but I couldn't prove it. I didn't know, but I knew that something was really wrong with my body. And I I didn't know how to sort of express what was wrong. My brain fog, you know, I used to be able to compose. Um, I'm a writer. I used to be able to compose in my head and I stopped being able to compose in my head. I could only compose on the page. That was extremely disturbing to me. It's like years of the way I normally work gone. Um, and so I just kept kind of bouncing around. I, you know, I got a lung scan. My lungs looked fine. There was all this, but I was clearly not fine. And then I ended up, so by the time I came to you both, I was truly desperate and I was really worried and I, I didn't know how to help myself. And I had been sort of, you know, lost and on this journey and, and really devastated by how it had completely overturned my life. So thanks for sharing that, uh, Emmy. And before we get to the physical side, symptom side of the healing, I want to talk about the emotional impact that that you just brought up, the the devastation, you know, the the fear of getting COVID again and how it completely, you know, uh changes <laughs> changes your life and changed your life so it impacted your your career your family life your energy and this is a very common thing that that we see with, when we work with people that that have long covid and um with the mind body approach we work to support the kind of the fears and the anxiety and the depression that are part of this condition. So can you first start and tell us about your emotional journey um, with uh, body intuitive sessions with us? Sure. I mean, I, I remember the very first session, um, you know, I'd been seeing doctors who were like, oh, you're just anxious. And I'm like, well, I am anxious, but I'm anxious because I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> the The anxiety is not you know, and, and I got into the session with you both and you immediately said, we know what's going on. We know how to treat this. You're going to be okay. We can help you. And you started talking about the mechanisms of long COVID. And I just, the, the relief and the weight being lifted that finally I'm talking to people who understand the mechanisms of this disease in a really deep way who have faith that it can be treated and who, you know, understand what I'm saying. They aren't just saying like, oh, I'm sure you'll be fine. Give it another year, you know, lose another year of your life, but are saying like, yeah, you need help and we can help you and we know how to do it. I mean, just that was, I, 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 I can't even explain in words how much that meant to me. And I feel like that every step of the way, knowing that you both were there and sort of saying like, we got you. <laughs> we know how to how to treat this and we can help you has been so incredibly meaningful. 
Yeah. I mean, I think that people get very depressed when they have long COVID because they think, am I ever going to get better? Like, like yeah. what is this condition? And, you know, is this ever going to get better? And it just goes on and on and on. And, and you just think, okay, is this the rest of my life? So, yeah. So, so I also want to ask you, I mean, what has shifted for you in terms of, of physical uh, symptoms with um, the work that we've done with Body Intuitive? So one of the major symptoms that I really struggled with was this was this intense tachycardia that I was having this pounding, gasping feeling. Oftentimes I would wake up in the middle of the night gasping as if I were drowning. I didn't have sleep apnea. I'd been checked for that um, with this pounding, pounding, pounding heart. And I think that was one of the first things that that got taken care of is that sort of feeling of like drowning in the middle of the night. It was totally nightmarish. Um, to wake up that way. And the heart palpitations started to ease. I very rarely get them now. Um, I mean, almost never. It's been it's been months since since I've gotten them. And um, that was really the first thing. And also just sort of getting stable again, um, helping introduce foods in a way that that were helpful. I mean, one of the first things I remember the soup that that you talked about about making, and that you know, it's like you were saying your body is not getting getting the nutrients it needs, and so let's just start really simple. Let's just go back and and I made that soup religiously <laughs> for weeks, and it was incredibly helpful. It was just what my body needed, and I felt. Um, so, so feeling like I was getting nourished, feeling like the, the tachycardia and the heart palpitations were getting better, um, was so, so important. Yeah. And I remember that sharing that, you know, all of a sudden you would, you would get these bursts of, of energy that, that you didn't remember having in, in years really. And then you had more time to play with your daughters or to do something that you wanted. So do you want to say anything about um, how your energy uh, has been coming back? Yes. So heading into that, I mean, I was really getting to the point where I was having to spend hours in bed and I hated it um, because I was a very hard charging person before all this, all this happened. Um, I was an incredibly productive person. I was always doing a million things, probably too many things. And suddenly to be able to do, you know, half of something in a day where just getting up and coming downstairs for breakfast was exhausting, um, was overwhelming. And so to get some of that energy back, to be able to get up and see my kids and play with them and, you know, go out for a walk with them. And it was still, you know, it was it was baby steps for me, but it was definitely a clear, you know, going up. The energy levels were going up and I was able to do to do much more in a day and then to not be so wiped out afterwards, which was just so meaningful because that was, you know, the, the two things that I hated the most were not being able to work and not being able to be with my kids. And, you know, getting that back was just a huge part of feeling human again. Yeah. So um, I'm going to return to something that that you mentioned uh, just a moment ago, and that is the the food suggestion. So Janet and I love to give um, what we call homework. So things to eat, you know, things, guidance around don't do too much, you're going to get more energy, but don't burn it all. You know, we've had clients do crazy things like, I'm going to go um, on a whole ski weekend, because all of a sudden I feel better. You know? <laughs> um, but we we like 
to also give you AccuPoints that you can uh, use at home that you can tap on. And we shared the emotional uh, sweeping technique that you can do to clear your fear or clear your depression. So you want to, and I know that you religiously like dove into your homework. So you want (laughs) to say something about those AccuPoints and the emotional releases that, that we suggested for you. Absolutely. I lived for those acupoints. As a lifelong student, I was like, give me all the homework. Um, so I I used those so much and they were incredibly helpful. But I would start to feel my energy kind of sag. I would start to feel myself getting like a little bit, you know, more symptomatic, more brain fog. And I would and I would do, I would stop and I would do the acupoints and it would like reset me. And it's still, you know, it it was amazing to me because I am not a person who has a background in in that type of treatment, but it was so palpable how much those helped. Um, And I I love them. I feel like it's like a gift every week, you know, which points am I going to get this week? (laughs) How are they going to help me? Um, And it's, it's really exciting to work with them. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, working energetically, but also, you know, other kinds of lifestyle tips to conserve energy during COVID recovery are really, really important. And as as Dr. Laura said, you know, we've had some some interesting clients going through our COVID recovery program. And, you know, one of them is a, is a snowboarder and a ski instructor. And so every time, you know, she gets a little bit of energy, you know, she, she goes on the slopes and she starts doing her thing. And then like, she's in bed for like five days afterwards. And it's just, you know, it's been very hard to um, communicate to, um, you know, certain uh, groups of people, especially, you know, young people who are used to being really active and being able to do what they want to do, that they really need to slow down during COVID recovery, and that we're rebuilding their chi, we're rebuilding their energy. And so rather than, you know, spend it on the, the ski slope, or or at the gym, or, you know, doing things that are not really going to help to rebuild the body, we have to conserve that energy to be able to work to use it to rebuild the body slowly, slowly, because, you know, as I mentioned, we really see long COVID as a condition of extreme deficiency, and extreme deficiency does not get rebuilt overnight. So, so thanks uh, so much for for sharing that. And oh, I'm so glad to know that you that you like the kanji. That that was the the, the rice soup, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, yeah, those kanjis have been like a, a staple of uh, of Chinese medicine food therapy for like, you know, thousands of years. And it's just like, whenever you can't digest anything, you just make a rice soup and, you know, the body is able to absorb nutrients from, from that. And it kind of, it kind of jumpstarts the, uh, the digestive system. So I'm so uh, happy to, to hear about that. So so I just want to ask you if you if you had one piece of advice, Emmy, to give to your millions of readers, some of whom are recovering from long COVID, what would that advice be? Um, I think that that you know the way I used to live in my body was in this very much sort of as if. My head controlled my body as if it was like a remote control car. (laughs) And I I wasn't really in it. I was sort of just, you know, manipulating it and putting it through through its paces. And I think that after working with you both, I've really come to inhabit my body in a different way, that I need to sort of 
be friends with my body and I need to be in my body and I need to respond to the needs that my body has and listen to it and heal it where it needs to be healed and rest when it needs to rest. And and so I think doing that, you know, that oftentimes in, in my history, I saw my body as the enemy. Um, you know, it wasn't doing enough. It was it was sick when I didn't want it to be sick. And, it you know, where as opposed to like, thank you, like this gratitude towards my body carrying me through the world. And I, I feel like that's, I, I don't know, it's such an obvious shift, but it was something that what I was really incapable of <laughs> before this work. So listening to your body and and taking taking good care of it because it's taking care of you at the same time um and and also to to keep keep faith because i i think it can be so hard during you know i, I was very ashamed during a lot of those early days i thought is this in my head am i making this up am i just being lazy it was so difficult to come to terms with the fact that I now had like a, a chronic disease that that needed serious treatment. And um, so just there are treatments out there. They're wonderful practitioners <laughs> uh, and there are, you know, there is help. And so be patient and be loving with yourself. Oh, that's wonderful. So we really uh, appreciated having you on the program, Emmy. Thank you so much. And uh, we're going to be taking uh, a break in just a minute, but but just a little preview. Um, our, our upcoming uh, next guest is David Winston. Um, I've known David for, well, I'm dating myself here, but it's definitely over 35 years. And I've been a, a, a loyal customer of uh, David Winston's amazing herbal products. Um, I always say that they work better than any other herbs that I've ever used um, from from anyone. And, and I always joke about, you know, sending somebody to, to Whole Foods, you know, for some for some licorice root, and, you know, they take it and they say, well, I don't really feel much of a difference. And then, you know, they get sent some licorice root from herbalist and alchemist. And um, they're like, how come your licorice root works so much better than all the other licorice roots, right? So yeah, so it is, there is an alchemy here uh, with David's amazing uh, compounds, his, his super extracts. Um, and so we're going to be uh, looking very forward um, to having him uh, on the program next. Thank you so much. And we will return in a moment. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. What if you had an easy way to reset your mind and body out of overwhelm in just a couple of minutes and every single day? Elemental resets are easy to apply, gorgeously restorative, and allow you to have emotional as well as energetic balance. Elemental Reset from Body Intuitive restores your natural healing ability from the inside out, connecting you with all of nature. The Elemental Reset course gives you six self-care survival tools to increase your healing superpowers, to energize, detox, calm and rejuvenate yourself. This course is available today as an e-course or live in person in San Diego, February 26th. For more information and to register, visit us at bodyintuitive.org. 
Does it feel like something is wrong, but all your tests come back normal? Does your doctor downplay your symptoms? You've tried every medication, pill, detox tea, supplement, and you're still seeing no improvements? Your body has healing superpowers. Your body intuitive practitioner can find what's wrong. A body intuitive practitioner is waiting to unlock the story behind your symptoms. Register for your first body intuitive session today at bodyintuitive.org. Book by March 1st for 50% off on your first session. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to the marvel of mind-body medicine. If you have questions for Dr. Janet and Dr. Laura or their guests, please email us at healing at bodyintuitive.org. That's healing at bodyintuitive.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. This is Dr. Janet. And before the break, we were talking to Emmy about her experience with mind-body medicine for long COVID. Now we are going to bring on uh, David Winston, uh, our guest. Um, So David is an amazing, amazing, amazing herbalist who's been studying, practicing, teaching, and researching Chinese, Western, eclectic, and Southeastern herbal traditions for over 40 years. Uh, He has trained many healthcare practitioners around the world, including physicians, nurses, and veterinarians veterinarians in uh, clinical herbal medicine. Um, He has one of the largest private herbal research libraries in the United States. He is a founding member of the very highly regarded prestigious American Herbalist Guild, which was the first professional herbalist organization in the US, which certifies uh, clinical herbalists. And he's been an herbal consultant to hundreds of prominent physicians, naturopaths, and other doctors in the US, Canada, and Europe, and has also authored hundreds of articles and a number of books on herbs. So welcome, David. We're very happy to have you with us today. Well, thank you. It's a real pleasure to be here with you. So um, I want to ask you, (laughs) for those of our listeners who may not know, what exactly is an herbal extract and how does a plant go from being um, just a plant to a medicinal herbal extract? Well, first off, when you say the word herbal extract, there's different types of extracts. I see you're drinking tea and that's an herbal extract. You're using water to extract the constituents of the plant. Um, And so in that case, the primary method is you dry the herb, you pour hot water uh, over the herb, you let it steep for a period of time, and that extracts some of the herb's constituents. Now, different herbs contain different constituents. Some of them are water-soluble, so tea would make sense for those. Some of them are alcohol-soluble. So when you're talking about herbal extracts, you're kind of using what you're really talking about are tinctures, which are alcohol and water extracts. Um, and that's another type of extract. There are also uh, other more sort of concentrated extracts. You'll read about, for instance, standardized herbal products like standardized ginkgo, uh, which is a very complex process where you take 100 pounds of ginkgo leaf and when you're done, you wind up with a pound 
of an extract. So there are different types of herbal extracts and they have different purposes, different uses. One might be more appropriate in a given situation with a given person. So if you have somebody who has alcohol abuse issues or a woman who's pregnant or someone who has um, overt liver disease, you probably wouldn't want to use a tincture because alcohol under those circumstances would not be appropriate. On the other hand, when you're talking about something like a tea, um, some herbs like a chamomile or a lemon balm or ginger taste lovely. And so there's not going to be a real problem with people taking them. Then we have other herbs. I'll give you a few examples. Like there's an herb called saw palmetto, which is used a lot for by men for benign prostatic hyperplasia. And there was a group of Quakers that were uh, shipwrecked off of Florida in the 1600s. And they were uh, saved by the local native people. For some reason, they wrote a report about this afterward. It was published. They some had some assumption the local natives were going to were cannibals and were going to eat them. Of course, that was totally ridiculous and untrue. And what did the native people do? They fed them. They saved them. They took care of them, and they gave them fish to eat. And they gave them these baskets of these berries that looked delicious, but they smelled kind of not really good. And they later wrote that the berries basically tasted like rotten cheese smoked in tobacco juice. That's saw palmetto. <laughs> so if you can imagine drinking a cup of tea made out of saw palmetto, it's going to be disgusting. And so patient compliance under those circumstances is really low. So that's a situation where something like an extract in the form of a capsule or a pill uh, could be a spray dried extract, uh, some type of other chemical extract might be more appropriate. So we have different types of products. Personally, as a clinical herbalist, I probably use tinctures more than any other form. And while most of us don't want to be consuming large amounts of alcohol, and there is alcohol in tinctures, the amount you're getting is rather small. And the beauty of alcohol is, is that in my practice, I'd say 60% of my patients have serious digestive issues. We're not even getting into the COVID, long COVID people. We're talking about people who just, you know, in their lives have serious digestive issues. And when you take something in a capsule form or a tablet, you have to digest it. When you take a tincture, you put a little water in your mouth, you squirt it into the water, swish it around your mouth, and you are absorbing a lot of that sublingually and bypassing the digestive system entirely so that it's literally in your bloodstream in seconds. And so because of that, because alcohol and the combination of alcohol and water is such a great extracting medium, plus it preserves things well, I use that form a lot. I also use teas. I also use Chinese extract granules, which are, you know, little flakes that dissolve instantly in water. Uh, I use glycerates sometimes, which are glycerin extracts of herbs. Uh, they're not quite as strong as uh, alcohol extracts. And then occasionally I also use things like standardized extracts, but I actually use them probably least. Oh, this is so fascinating. Well, I'll tell you though, I love your herbal tinctures. They are like my favorite way to take herbs. And I know exactly what you mean. You put them in the mouth and you can just feel them working instantly. They're so fantastic. So let me ask you, so in the 40 plus years that Herbalist and Alchemist has been open, I know that you've treated, you know, lots of immune system illnesses, respiratory illnesses, flus, colds, you know, all of these uh, different um, immune related illnesses. And now, um, since the beginning of the pandemic, you've been treating 
acute, medium, and long COVID. So, so what can you say about this? I'm very interested for you to share your observations um, that address um, particularly medium and long COVID. Well, first off, let me just say that my work as a clinical herbalist is different than the herb company. They're in two entirely different entities. So one has nothing to do with the other, except that I certainly use some of those products within my my practice. And I would say that with COVID, and of course, Emmy's experience, you know, she's one of these people that got COVID really early on before anybody knew much of anything, which had to be probably the scariest time to get it. What we know about COVID at this point is that many viral conditions, Epstein-Barr virus, cytomegalovirus, herpes, have, have what are called post-viral syndromes, influenza. But in the case of COVID, the number of people who develop post-viral uh, syndromes is much, much higher than it is with any of these other conditions. And so when they first started getting numbers about long COVID, the estimates were that 20 to 30% of people who had COVID were developing long COVID, which is really high. The good news is the newer research suggests the number has dropped, and that might be for several reasons. One of them may be that the variety, the various Omicron variants that we're dealing with now may not be as virulent as some of the variants that came around originally. But now the estimates are more around 8 to 20% of people are developing long COVID. <clears throat> so that's still a lot of people but it's better than 20 to 30%. I would mention that women seem to get long COVID more than men. And I would mention one other thing very specific to Emmy's experience. And I'm sure many of our listeners, if they are female gender, have this experience. A lot of Orthodox medicine uh, practitioners, sadly, don't take women seriously when it comes to health. And so, you know, women go in and they say, well, I'm feeling this and this and this. And it's either they're made to feel like it's in all in their head or it's some type of emotional weakness or they've just got to, you know, tough it out. And the reality is we have people like Serena uh, uh, Williams who almost died in childbirth because they weren't taking her symptoms seriously. And so uh, all I can say is for women, and this is even more true, women of color, you have to be advocates for yourself. And you know it's really hard to do that when you're experiencing something like post-COVID brain fog, and it's hard to put a sentence together, let alone be an advocate for yourself. And so reach out for help for people who can hear you, understand you. And if somebody's not taking you seriously, go somewhere else. Find someone who will take you seriously because what you're experiencing is real and it's not in your head. Besides the fact, that there is no difference between psychological illness and the physiological illness. There is no separation. I don't even go as far as to say spiritual illness. They're all one. You are one being who has a body, mind, spirit, et cetera. And so make sure that you find people who take you seriously and take what you say seriously and can hear you. Anyway, getting back to COVID, one of the things that we, we now have a lot more information, but Literally, Dr. Laura mentioned a study that just came out, the neurological study. I just saw that yesterday. I mean, I've got, I printed out three new studies in the last two days uh, on long COVID. 
And so what we are starting to understand about long COVID is, number one, it is multifactorial. And the fact that you had a mild case or even an asymptomatic case has almost no bearing as to whether you're going to develop long COVID or not. That's the scary part. You know, most people think if you were really, really sick, like higher levels of viremia, higher viral loads, you're going to get sicker. Well, there is some correlation there, but there are many people who are developing medium and long COVID. And I'll talk about what medium COVID is in a minute. Um, who had either mild or almost asymptomatic cases. So what we now understand is that first off, there is what is now called medium COVID. And medium COVID is the month to four months post COVID where your risk of having a myocardial infarction, a heart attack, a stroke, pulmonary embolism, early onset Alzheimer's and with children, the development of type one diabetes right. skyrockets. I mean, it goes up dramatically and we're not quite sure how long this lasts. Definitely a month, probably more like three or four months and possibly longer than that. And this is the medium COVID. And so what I am doing telling people who are experiencing COVID at this point is start doing things to prevent the sequelae of medium COVID don't wait till you develop a pulmonary embolism. Do something now. And we heard about the Kangi, you know, do food. Food is the number one thing. And so, you know, whether it is eating an anti-inflammatory diet, whether it is doing things to reduce cortisol levels in your body and other pro-inflammatory uh, uh, compounds like the inflammatory cytokines, there's a lot that you can do, whether it's yogic deep breathing, whether it's exercise techniques, whether it is eating a healthy diet. And of course, a lot of people, there's a lot of controversies. What is a healthy diet? We Hopefully, maybe you'll have a little time to talk about it. But certainly, you know, what do they say? Eat the rainbow. They're not talking about little candies that stick to your face. They are talking about eating the fruits and vegetables, you know, healthy foods as the primary part of your diet, not as occasional adjunct to your diet. Uh, taking herbs and supplements that are anti-inflammatory. Because one of the things we now know about long COVID First off, as I said, it's multifactorial. It's not one condition. But what we do know is with people with long COVID, there is systemic and cellular inflammation. It can be focused in a specific area. It can be neuroinflammation, gut inflammation, cardiac inflammation, endothelial inflammation in the veins, capillaries, and arteries. It can be um, pulmonary uh, inflammation, or it literally can be systemic, meaning there is inflammation everywhere. David, I'm going to jump in here because we are almost out of time and every word out of your mouth is like so unbelievably fascinating, but we are going to have to wrap up in a minute. Is there one herbal suggestion that you would make for people who are recovering from, from what you're talking about, the inflammation and the sort of existing conditions from long COVID? All right. There are six categories of herbs that you want to look at. Number one, anti-inflammatory. So I'll just mention a few. Turmeric, amla, uh, boswellia, you know, uh, schizandraberry, profound anti-inflammatory herbs. Number two, with uh, COVID, we see immune activation and viral-induced autoimmunity. So to deal with autoimmunity, 
there are two categories of herbs that are really important, what are called immune amphoterics. These are herbs that help regulate the immune system, strengthen and nourish the immune system so it can regain its normal self-regulatory capacity. Um, this is herbs like maitake mushroom, reishi, again, shizandra, ashwagandha, Asian ginseng, American ginseng. And then we have herbs which are called immunoregulatory herbs. These are herbs that are anti-inflammatory. They inhibit excessive immune response and prevent the deposition of immune complexes. Uh, okay, great. I'm going to jump in here because we are just about out of time. David, we're going to have to have you back. I mean, no question about it. This was so <laughs> awesome. So thank you so much for joining us today. This was an amazing show. I know everybody out there is going to want more. And we're definitely going to have you back in a few weeks. We'll check our schedules. And thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, absolute and pleasure. You, Emmy, it was great to hear your story. And um we will see everyone next week for our next installment. Yes. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Marvel of Mind-Body Medicine. It's our mission to remind you that your body wants to heal. Join us again next week. Be well. And remember, your body has answers. We'd like to share a special thank you to our friends, Flying Mystics. If you enjoyed their music as much as we do, you can find them at flyingmystics.com. That's www.flyingmystics.com.